Clash of the Titans is brought to you by Homeroom, serving mac and cheese for all ages at 440th Street in Oakland, California. Homeroom did not actually pay for ad space on this program, and Clash of the Titans is not really brought to you by them in the sense in which the phrase is normally meant. Um, yeah, do we want to describe let's these? Let's ask Jim. Yeah, mm. in a way that uh, would give Jim a basis on which to make a choice. Okay, I'm most concerned about length because, like, I got to go somewhere, and like, I, I would expect, like, my, my sense of it is that, like, a game made for IF comp or whatever, if it takes two hours to play by yourself, it's going to take like six hours to play in a podcast. The um, thing about Veritaire is that it is really short, but it's designed to be played over and over. Oh. That's that's actually a bad idea then. That's because actually we don't now, we can't now I'm fascinated though. Okay, let's do it then. All right. Okay. Is this like I, I can I, I go was going to ask is this like but actually don't tell me. Yeah, I won't t- you have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Whereas I had a, a inkling that what we were playing would involve frogs. Uh-huh. Or <laughs> whereas your thing is a title that I can't pronounce and so like oh, that's not really a word. Yeah. Um it is technically a word. Uh, it's not it's a bad. word unless the listener understands it. Ooh. Wow. I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> you can't help thinking this could have been avoided. I know what you're thinking, lad. I don't what, what, I have to what, do a voice. What am I thinking? I know what you're thinking, lad, and you're right. This is all your fault. But you can't exactly blame yourself, either. The captain makes a pained clicking noise. You did your best, and it wasn't good enough. Wait, are you All starting... we can do now? Oh, this is the game. I see. I thought you were just doing a bit again. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you did your best, and it wasn't good enough. All we can do now is make the best of a bad situation. He allows himself a moment of silence. Then he fixes you with a beady black eye. You think you maybe ought to get to work? This game is called Click. Captain Verditaire's Plunder, an account of the wreck of the feckless by Ryan Veter. Release one, serial number one four zero one one seven. Inform seven, build six G six C, I six V six point three two, lib six twelfths N. I really Back in the saddle again. I really want to talk about Inform Seven, but we should not because that's going to take forever. We we can't. We can't back off from doing dumb tangents, though, because that is the lifeblood of this uh, brilliant That's very program. true. All right, well, if... I'm just going to be, like... If, if it gets to be 6 p.m., I'm just going to leave, all right? Sure. So, all right. All right. Legit. Inform 7. Um, I... I've been programming for, like, 20 years. I liked Inform 6 a lot. I thought that was very, like, clean implementation language for that sort of game. And when I look at Inform 7, like, when I looked at Inform 7 back when it was first released, I was very annoyed by it, but couldn't really articulate sure. why, except that, like, my experience with natural language programming languages is just, this is stupid, and it's it's harder than just having notation. Um, mm-hmm. And with a little bit more perspective on it, my sense of it is that um, this is the sort of thing that would 
that people who play text adventures would think is a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Because like text adventures are very similar in that you they they pretend they understand an English sentence, but they actually only yes. understand <laughs> yes. a very mm-hmm. specific subset of the language. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. part of the joy of a text adventure is the illusion that you can enter anything and get a cogent response. Mm-hmm. But that is not part of the joy of programming, like, at all. <laughs> right. I thought you were going to say part of the joy of a text adventure is mastering this weird pseudo-English. Uh, and that... I that if so that I am past that joy at this point in my life and don't remember having it. But okay, um, yeah, because because that's the the joy of writing an informed seven as well is um, you're right. It's like oh this is this is the the exact problem I had to solve when I started learning how to play these games was how can I talk to this stupid computer in a way that it understands. Um. And it, I think it's just down to a certain learning style or a certain psychology thinks that Inform 7 is the best thing. Right. And outside of that, it does look kind of stupid. And it is stupid very often. But I adore Inform 7. Okay. Okay. That's that's super interesting to me. Um, the, and it wouldn't really bother me except that, like, and because you, you can still use Inform Six, like that's still available to you. Yeah. Um, but there are all these amazing like debugging tools that came out alongside Inform Seven that only work with Inform Seven, mm. <laughs> and that's annoying. Yeah, I don't have anything to say about that. Okay. All right. Anyway, natural language processing is dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> I know. Oh. All right, I guess some shit happened, um, and I'm going to check my inventory. Oh, I haven't read all of this stuff yet. What? For hold. This is the foremost section of the hold, the location, the giant hole that the reef tore in the ship's hole, the location of that thing. Water is gushing in at an alarming rate. The rest of the hold, and the stairs to the decks above, is aft. That is correct grammar if you know that there are parentheses there. Okay. All right, says Captain Veritaire. Let's round up everything that's worth anything and put it in that bag. He indicates a nearby sack which you pick up. A perturbed-looking gorilla skull hangs from a hook on the wall. In one corner of the room is a pewter goblet. A thick book lies close by. I... Pewter isn't worth that much. Um, I'm going to grab that gorilla skull... This is good. Like, just motivate the player to do a thing. The uh, Take Skull. The captain smiles at the skull. Good old Charlie. What a spirited guy. If I had the chance, I think I'd shoot him again. You stuff the gorilla skull into the sack. Now the water is lapping at your shins. Oh, man. I was going to put the skull in the sack next. Now I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were the exits? Did you implement the exits verb? Um, I didn't. Or maybe I did. There's a thing in the top that shows them all the time. Oh. Um, oh, I tried exit, which is not what you even wanted. <laughs> um, and now your knees are covered by the rising waves. Uh, oh, no. Sounds good. This game what? includes nautical vocabulary notes for your edification. If you would like to enable nautical vocabulary notes, please enter the command enable nautical vocabulary notes. Enable Thank nautical vo- vocabulary notes. 
Nautical vocabulary notes have been enabled. They may be disabled with the command disable nautical vocabulary notes at your convenience. I'm just trying real hard to stop myself from disabling the nautical vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when I typed, when I didn't type exit, but exited anyway, did I like leave the ship through the hole in the hull? No, it said, but you aren't in anything at the moment. Oh, I see. So, so time passed. Time did pass. Yeah. And if I knew that that happened when you tried to exit, then I would have fixed that so time didn't pass. But we have to play the the hand that's dealt us. Yeah, that's a weird... That's, that's I guess, the library issue that, that, like, some verbs, when they give an error, still... still yeah. Time still passes, like you... Mm-hmm. Like you, you're you walk into a wall or something, and that's your t- that's your turn. Yeah, yeah. Well, it took a lot of time to walk into that wall. Yeah, a, a minute um, always. Yeah. The um the rules for whether time passes are different in this game. Mm. Um, so that you can, I'll just tell you ahead of time that you can examine stuff without time passing. Oh, weird. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, remind, refresh my memory. What's tell me the room description again? Um, you're in the foremost section of the hold, where there is a hole that water is gushing in through. Yep. Everything else is aft. Um, still in this location is a pewter goblet, a thick book, and Captain Verditer. All right. Books don't look very valuable. I've already judged the pewter goblet to be suck. Um, uh, since we're, we're apparently under time pressure, I'm just going to go uh, aft and see what happens. Aft. A lot of things kept in the hold are just ballast, but there are a few of items of interest. Nautical vocabulary note. Ballast is heavy material kept in the hold to help stabilize the ship. I knew Four that. Four from here <laughs> is the rest of the hold, and stairs lead up to the lower deck. Roughly in the center of the space is an iron strongbox. An ornate vase stands nearby. A crystal ball is rolling around on the floor. Now the water is up to your thighs. The crystal ball disappears as the current sweeps over it. The captain captain darts ahead to take stock of the situation. All right. um, So is this a game about deciding what things are valuable? Like, is this... I don't know if it's is this like one of those reality purview sh- to say what yeah. something their work is yeah. about. It's, it seems like it's one of those reality shows where you decide how much you're going to bid for the uh, contents of a storage room that's been foreclosed on. Oh yeah, or where you uh, have a limited time to run through a supermarket. Oh, I love those. <laughs> I want to do that so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. You can do that any day of the week. Yeah. Just set a timer on your phone. Yeah, but I, I don't want to actually like have to <laughs> How pay much for of a, a cart bill full can of... you rack up? Well, yeah. you, well, here's what you do. When you check you go to checkout, you mm-hmm. get the get the final result and you say, Sorry guys, I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to put back all this caviar now? Yeah. I bet yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you could just do that like every day, try to beat your score. Oh man. <laughs> Grass-fed beef. Grass-fed beef. <laughs> no ostrich. I wonder, like, if if you go to like the deli, like, is does the time it takes to interact with the deli worker is that stuff behind the counter valuable enough? Oh well, uh, so theoretically, you could um, 
run past him, shout your order, oh, yeah. make, uh, make a loop, you know, grab some whatever's near the deli that might be the most expensive. Yeah. Uh, I, although, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because making that loop is going to factor into the time taken, and there's a lot of opportunity cost sure. to that strategy. But if you're using that time both for the deli guy to get your yeah, meat, multitasking. Yeah. And putting stuff in your cart. It depends on the layout. Also, eventually, really eventually you'll be able to just run by him and shout the usual, and then <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just get the foie gras shovel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this game. Um, uh, uh, open yeah. the strong box. Can I open the strong box? You yank on the lid of the strong box, but it's locked tight. Ah, oh, shoot! Says Vertitaire. I forget where I left the key. Knowing me, it's probably hidden extremely well, but I can't remember what was in there either, so it's not a big loss. You wince as the waters climb up around your hips. Hmm. I better get that vase before it fills with water. Hmm. Take a vase. The captain squeaks approvingly. That's a good one. That'll keep us fed for a week. You stuff the ornate vase in the sack. The water is up to your waist. Wow, okay. All right. I'm going upstairs. Lower deck. The lower deck is quite a bit homier than the hold, and in fact actually smells somewhat pleasant. The galley is fore, and the map room is aft. Nautical vocabulary note. Fore and aft, here are adverbs indicating relative position toward the prow or stern of a ship, respectively. Stairs lead down to the hold and up to the main deck. A portrait of your captain hangs on one wall. Lying on the floor is a wooden doll. There is a large wooden crate here, because there was no room for it anywhere else. These the captain scurries along after you. So, the notes explained what fore and aft were, but not stern and prow. Yeah. That seems kind of irresponsible. Nautical vocabulary note. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's, let's open that crate, see what's in the crate. Um, look in crate. In the smelly crate is a musky gray lump. That sounds super valuable. <laughs> I'm, gra- I'm grabbing that. It's, uh, it's probably like ambergris or something. Mm. Captain Verde's hair wrinkles his nose. What on earth is that thing? I don't like the looks of it. You hold on to it anyway. Smear lump on portrait. <laughs> on portrait. That's not a verb I recognize. Oh, no. But that didn't take any time. Oh. All right. Did it go in the sack automatically? I believe it did. Okay. All right. Pointedly ignore portrait. Okay. This is not a verb. Yeah, that's not an yeah. ad- adverb. Text I adventures just never, yeah. Text adventures never understand adverbs. No. Yeah. Well, one of them did at some point. Didn't someone do a game where, I think so. like, this one understands adverbs? And everybody hated it. Hey, don't say that. Because we don't know what it was. That's true. And we, might, we might have that person on the show later. Oh. Yeah. Or we might be trying to get them on the show. Well, and they'll be like, I prob- thanks, but I don't think Jim Monroe. I pro- sorry, <laughs> your name's not Monroe. Jim Crawford. <laughs> I, I probably won't be on that episode, so I can say probably everybody hated that. <laughs> we should get Jim Monroe on the show. Yeah. Whoever that is. <laughs> <laughs> He's the everybody dies guy. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, I know I got it from somewhere. All right, I'm going to grab the doll. 
You know, says Vediter, that dog gives me an idea. Better take it along. You stuff it into the sack. Hmm. I guess I could... Oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to look at Captain... What's his face? Word I can't pronounce. Yeah. Verditer. Captain Verditer cuts an imposing figure with his plumed hat and his snappy jacket. Ooh. There are so many reasons to look up to him. His tactical brilliance, his dauntlessness, his self-certainty, and his ability to inspire the certainty of others in himself. You can't literally look up to him, though, as he's several feet shorter than you, but that's because he's a rat. Oh. Oh, interesting. What, what, I'm going to examine myself now. Okay. You are Tiber du Sachet, de facto first mate to Captain Verditer on board this ship, the formerly seaworthy Feckless. During your service under Verditer, you've seen dozens of fellow crewmen come and go, but mostly go. You're the last one left. I didn't say my species. What? Um, he's several feet shorter than you. Oh, it. Uh, you're a person. Oh, I guess. Yeah, we. Could, you would be forgiven for assuming that you are like a tiger or something. Yeah, but Se- Se- you're a, you're I, a human. Yeah. A human person. When I think several feet, I think like three feet, um, which would make mm, me a yeah. short person. But one of the reasons I had a small value in mind for several was that I was like thinking like. Uh, the the disparity in human height isn't that big. Huh. Yeah. Alright. This is a confusing game. Oops. It should say, you are Tiber du Sachet, a human. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Um, Alright. I guess I will grab that portrait. He probably cares about it. Verditer size. It'll be a shame to sell off an item of such gorgeousness and sentimentality, he says. But I suppose these are desperate times. You stuff it into the sack. It's a big sack. Yeah, it's got a vase in it. It is capacious. It's got a vase that you stand somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to examine the sack because I forget whether I said how big it is. (laughs) In the commodious sack are a list of things that are in the sack. So it's commodious. Commodious. Yeah. Yeah. A sack of commodiousness. That means it's like a toilet. <laughs> yeah. In that it's essential. Mm. I don't get it. Is that a pun? No. Okay. All right. Yeah, we haven't gone over Jim's thing of not understanding puns. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm pun blind. Huh. Or at least I nice. at least I pretend that I am when it when it serves <laughs> me well. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the time you're just making jokes about right bare arms. Oh, that wasn't me. That wasn't me making that. That joke. wasn't you. So was, let's go making, ahead with the I was game. Making let's... made a jokes. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to get caught up on how bad my jokes are. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, I I think I grabbed everything in this room. Uh, what are the exits? Uh, up, down, four, and aft. Okay, let's check out some of the... Let's go four. Let's check out the rest of this floor before going up. Galley. Nautical vocabulary note. A galley is a room on a ship where food is prepared. This used to be the doma- domain of Blaise, the ship's cook. Now the cabinets are empty and the room is in the state of rapidly sinking disrepair. 
On top of one cabinet is a piece of hardtack. Hanging on the wall is an old violin. The captain scurries along after you. I thought a galley was a kind of a ship. It is also that. Okay. Huh. That's confusing. I think it is. What There's about... definitely a galleon. Yeah, that's a different thing. Galleon is a specific kind of ship. I think a galley is like an oared, like an oared ship, and a galleon is yeah, a specific yeah. kind huh. of Spanish vessel. A galleon is from Harry Potter, where it was worth <laughs> seven sickles. <laughs> and how many nuts? Uh, a nut is like seventeen, or seventeen nuts is a sickle. Oh, English. I'm money, pretty sure man. they're all prime oh, this because is it's like it, pre-decimalization. Yeah. yeah. Like, everything wizards do is super mm-hmm. uh, impractical. All right. I don't know what hardtack is, so I'm going to examine the hardtack. It's a vaguely rectangular object with a number of holes poked in it. Lightweight, but very hard to the touch. Nautical vocabulary note. It's a biscuit. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, is that <laughs> is that color commentary, or is that you actually reading the text? That's the text of the game. That's good. That's pretty good. All right. Thank you. Um... Remind me what the other thing was in the room. A violin and a cabinet. I'm getting the violin. Sure was nice of Bleds to leave that behind for us, Vertiter Sniggers. You stuff the violin in the sack. And I'm going to open the... Blaze, right? I think I'm pronouncing that right. Blaze. Blaze. Am I right? Yeah, sure, everyone's right. Classic Blaze. isn't here. It's right. (laughs) They throw us all in jail. In, in the brig, um, yeah, mm. I'm gonna open a the brig. G- is a kind of ship, <laughs> is it? <laughs> yes, a brigit. Oh uh, no! I'm gonna open the cabinet. Okay. The cabinet door won't budge. It's locked. Veritor rolls his eyes. Yeah, I have no idea where the key is. Just forget about it. The rising water has reached your ankles. Oh. Um. Can I go further aft? Um, you went four to the galley, and this is as four as it gets. Oh, okay, can I go further? Okay, yeah. I will go aft twice. Um, the water is at your shins. And now we go back to miscellaneous. This was the map room originally, and then it became a kind of general storage space, and then it was picked almost clean by various deserters. The flag box stands nearby. In the center of the room is the map table. Sitting on top is a sextant. There's a barrel over in the corner. Your knees are covered by the rising waves. The captain darts ahead to take stock of the situation. Um, I'm going to open the flag box. Is that something that opens? Um, you open up the flag box, revealing a red and yellow flag. That sounds important. I'll grab that. You pull out the flag you pull the flag out of the box and unfold it. The design is a yellow cross on a red field. Whose flag is this? you ask your captain. I don't know, I think Denmark. Anyway, it's useless. Toss it. <laughs> you nod and throw the flag somewhere where it won't get in the way. The flag that was underneath is striped. You wince as the waters climb up around your hips. Huh. Um Does this game have drowning in it? I, I could just find out. Um I guess I probably will find out, actually. Um, I'm going to grab the sextant. I hate those things, says the captain. Nobody will build one that's small enough for us to use. (laughs) You stuff it in your sack. 
the water is up to your waist, the waves lift the barrel off of the floor and it rolls away. I'm just... I'm fascinated by the idea of, like, multiple rats cooperating to use a sextant. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. That should have been the cover art. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> does this game have cover art? Yeah, it does. And if you look at the cover art, it's much more clear that the captain is a rat. <laughs> so that wasn't meant to be a turn. No, it was supposed to be... I like. I commissioned this cover art from my friend Caitlin, and I was like, as long as this cover art is, um, you know, on on the box, so to speak, the internet box, so that everyone who plays the game sees it, then I won't have to artlessly say, by the way, the captain is a rat, but you're a person. (laughs) (laughs) But unfortunately, a lot of the places where the game appeared, the art was not there, or it wasn't very visible it was too small to see what was going on whoops um and so a lot of people were like i think maybe the captain is an animal because he scurries a lot uh-huh uh-huh yeah but that's life right they just never look at the captain that's right yeah well a, a lot of people a lot of people <laughs> thought that by examining you'd be wasting time right and that that's something yeah. that could that could be a nautical note that looking at things don't take time at sea doesn't, hey. doesn't take time. Yeah. I should have done that. Anyway, that's that. this game is old and has all the problems. So <laughs> I can't fix it now. No, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. Was that it a subtle... got fourth place in a competition, so... Oh, well done. <laughs> I guess it did pretty good, even though it sucks. Was that a subtle reminder that I should be looking at things more? Oh, I think you should look at things more because of all the time I took to write things. But you should only make me type in the commands that you want to make me type in. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, I think it's time to go upstairs, so I'm going to go four and then up. It's got the map memorized. Yeah, Ah, pretty good. Oh, the main deck. Ah, open air. The sea stretches out in all directions. There is no land in sight. You can worry about that later, though. Four is the mainmast. Aft is the captain's quarters. Upstairs is the quarter deck, and downstairs is the lower deck. A sylph handkerchief hangs from the aft bulkhead. Nautical vocabulary note. A bulkhead is a wall. There is a silver locket lying on the deck. And the captain is here, too. Um, that... That silk thing that I forget what it was already sounds important. It's a handkerchief. Silk handkerchief. Take handkerchief. Um... You yank on the handkerchief, oh, no. but it stays lodged in the wall. Oh, it's no. tied on from the other side. Oh, no. All right. All right. I'm going to examine something. That's exciting. Okay. Now, did, I, yeah. did I hear someone mention a locket? Yes. Right. Tell me about okay. that. Hanging on a delicate chain is a heart-shaped locket. The locket is closed. Opening the locket probably takes time, so I'm never going to see what's in there. I'll just take it. Ooh, jewelry! Good idea, bear, says the captain. You stuff it in the sack. All right. Um, I've forgotten the room already. What, what else? We what, can go... What did I miss? Up to the quarter deck. Right. Aft to the uh, captain's quarters, down to the lower deck, uh, four to the main mast, and I think we've looked at all the things in here. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to go aft. Captain's quarters. 
Here is where the captain sleeps, where he eats, where he does his deep thinking. Most of this happens in his bed. Hung on one wall is a shelf, set aside for the captain's favorite objects. A pin is sticking out of the forward bulkhead, holding up the handkerchief outside. Ah. On the captain's bed is a silk pillow. On the shelf are a gold medallion and an iron key. Oh, a key. of. Uh, I'm Ask the captain about... Is, did the captain come with me? Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he he is always with you. Okay, him. ask him about the key there. Key. The captain shushes you. Maybe you save the chit chat for dry land, you know. Oh wow. Okay. No, shut me down. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna remove the pin. You pull the pin out from the handkerchief, and it falls between the boards. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, now you should be able to retrieve the hanky from the other side of the wall. Oh, okay. I, I, I interpreted so that, that as that like... Down. Okay, I see. It. Yes, we linguists call that syntactic ambiguity. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then the next sentence resolved it. All right. Um, <laughs> right. I'm going to grab the pillow. Take pillow. You pick up the pillow. Oh, no, I'm going to miss that little guy, says Redditor. I've never been able to get to sleep without it. But, but it needs to must when devils drive. For taking the pillow, why is he complaining? Uh, he thinks you're going to sell it. You stuff the st- silk pillow into the sack. The water glides over the decks, and soon it is up to your ankles. Oh shit! 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 Okay. Um, what are the exits again? Four. Just four. All right, go four. Uh, you're in the main deck, so you can go in up, aft, four, down. Um. Probably the handkerchief is gone. But oh, uh, I'll, no, it's still I'll there. Type somehow. Take handkerchief anyway. You stuff it into the sack. The captain has nothing to say about it, I guess? Yeah. Huh. Um, Your knees are underwater now. Oh, you know what? I should grab that key, so I'm going to spend some extra turns and do that. <gasps> okay. Uh, take key. Uh, oh, oh Verditer's eyes light up as you lift the key. I know what that is. That's the key to the strong box in the hold. I knew it was somewhere. Now the water reaches your hips. Okay. Back four. Four. Um, the sea stretches out. The, the, the captain rushes ahead of you since coming here was his idea. The captain must be swimming. Uh, yeah. I thought about that briefly. <laughs> You can't scurry while swimming. Hmm. Um, what happens if I type hold breath? You can't see any such thing. <laughs> Technically accurate. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, 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 it's not cold enough. Right. Yeah. You're in the Caribbean. Oh, I didn't know that. Was that also... Yeah, I decided that, I decided that after the fact, so it's not in the text anywhere. I don't right, think. right. It's a good it's... thing, or you'd be real cold. Yeah. Yeah, that seawater... In... In the Caribbean, nice and lukewarm. Um, I'm going to try going down anyway. Okay. Shoot. It's too late to go back down now. The deck below is completely flooded. Side note, in the original version, it would say that, and then you would go down. Oh! And you would just be able to walk around and never die, because it only triggers you dying when the water goes up high enough. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a good bug. It's a great bug, especially for, like, speedrunners, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. In that case, um, it's probably too late to check out the rest of this level, so I'm going to go up a level. 
Okay. Um, Quarterdeck. You have often stood here at the stern of this vessel with a steady hand on the ship's wheel, wondering where you were going. (laughs) Right now, you are not going anywhere. From here, you can see the vast stretches of sea you crossed to reach to this point. They look much like the the sea... They look much like the stretches of sea you can see in every other direction. Downstairs is the main deck. Nautical vocabulary note. A quarterdeck is a raised deck at the stern of a ship. A bronze statuette is lying on the boards. The sea continues to bury the main deck, inching its way toward you. The captain is also here. Hmm. So I can now presumably get a good sense of like where I am relative to sea level. Um... I'm going to grab that statue. You stuff it into the sack? Why isn't the captain saying anything? Weird. Soon the main deck will be too deep underwater for you to walk around on it. Yes. Um, um, remind me, exits... Down. Just down. So this is this is where the game ends. Uh, perhaps. Perha- perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> All right. Um... What else is there that I missed? Like, any other objects? Um, uh, there's the ship's wheel. Uh-huh. I think that's it. Let's try taking the wheel. That's hardly portable. The main deck has to be under at least five feet of water now. Yeah. Um. Huh, since you talked about dying, now I'm worried about that. Now I'm worried, like, do I need to, like, solve a puzzle before the water gets above my head? I'm going to climb into the sack. <laughs> enter a sack. That's a good idea. That is not something you can enter. No. Your chance to return to the main deck is almost gone. Oh, gosh. It's commodious, but not that commodious. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> commodious would be a good name for a boy child. <laughs> From Rome. Yeah, like a gladiator. Yeah. Um, Commodious Capricious. I actually don't know what to do now, so... Uh, more jokes. You might be stuck. You might have to die. Yeah. Oh, no. I might have to die? All right. Um, well, if we go down... Yeah. Is that something you're recommending? Um, I'm, I'm doing it for you now because I don't know exactly what's going to happen. Okay. Um, when you get down, you're back at the main deck and you're struggling to keep your head above water. Uh-huh. All right. So you might have another turn of um well, I I I am not supposed to say anything. Uh, well, tell me the uh room description again. The sea stretches out in all directions. There's no land in sight. Uh you can worry about that later now. Later though. That might not be true. Four is the main mast. <laughs> Aft is the captain's quarters. Upstairs is the quarter deck, and downstairs is the lower deck. All right. Well, let's see. I don't think I ever went four. Did I? You did not. Yeah. Let's try that. So if we go four, um, the the main mast, the main mast, main mast, main mast, main mast <laughs> is locked, lodged in the deck here near the middle of the ship. It's somewhat like the ship's belly button. Oh. Four is the capstan. After the stairs through the lower deck, and up at the top of the main mast is the top. You can barely see where you're going, squeezing your eyes to keep out the salt water. You need to get to higher ground. All right. Can I go up? Yeah. Let's do that. Top. Nautical vocabulary note. 
The top is a platform at the top of one of the lower masts of a ship, providing support to the top mast, which is a mast that's attached to the top of a lower mast. Atop the top mast is the top gallant mast. <laughs> oh, there's more. <laughs> what a dizzying height. The shrouds reach higher, of course, but up here is high enough. A piece of brass is caught between the boards. A seagull is perched further out on the rigging. The main deck is, uh, is utterly lost now, and the waters begin inching up over the forecastle and quarter deck. The captain scampers up the lines ahead of you. Interesting. All right. Um, I'm just going to keep going up. I'm curious. You can't move in that direction from here. Oh, no. I thought I could climb on things. Um, I think you can try to climb the rigging. I know that does something sometimes. Let's do it. Climb rigging. I think it triggers a bug. Hmm. Um, well, that's doing something. It kind of triggered a bug. Not the worst bug, though. Hmm. Um, <laughs> climbing the rigging under certain circumstances used to trigger a bug where it would uh, print the text, This shouldn't be happening. Report a bug, rec- a bug please. <laughs> um, and a lot of people got it because I did a very bad job with rigging. You scramble back down to the deck. But... Then it says, it's too late to go back down now. The deck below is almost completely flooded. You notice that the waters have just crested over the quarter deck in the forecastle. No chance of returning to the main deck now. Was that the bug? No. Uh, the fact that you are stuck up here and are going to die is the intended behavior. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, well. Good plan. <laughs> Wait, so am I am I now did I did I successfully climb the rigging? Uh no. You you were intending to climb up the rigging toward the higher parts of the the higher masts. Yes. And that is just not possible in this game. Okay. Is that realistic? Is that what would happen if I tried that in real life? Um the the top is a platform at the top of the main mast and uh the like the idea of hanging out among the higher masts is probably possible but not especially practical not that hanging out here turned out to be very practical <laughs> okay well um i'm not sure what to do then i could await death commiserate with captain <laughs> what's his face oh wait the waters rise on the upper decks. Wait, uh-huh. the ship keeps on sinking. Uh-huh. There might be a foot of water of the forecastle and quarter deck now. The decks below are still sinking. By now, the upper decks are under about three feet of water. The sea continues to bury, bury the upper decks, inching its way toward you. It occurs to you that you are going to die here. Wow. The Dark. upper decks have to be no. at le- under at least five feet of water now. The upper decks are almost gone. The waters are still rising. The rising water has almost reached yeah, you, you in the You top. make the player really work to die. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're supposed to hit restart at some point while you're doing oh, this. Oh, oh. Yeah, upper but we decks... need to see the funny death message. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the upper decks are utterly lost now, and the waters begin to climb over the top. The water crests over your tiny platform. You are going to die up here. Now the water is up to your shins. 
What a disappointment, Captain Verditaire says as he swims away. You wished you could swim. <laughs> now the water is up to your knees. The crown is covered by the water and disappears. That thing was a crown, by the way. Oh. Now the water is up to your thighs. Now the water is up to your hips. Now the water is up to your waist. I would have thought by now you'd quit or start over. The water is up to your chest. <laughs> uh, shoulders. The command to restart the game is restart, by the way. Uh-huh. Chin. Keep trying, I guess. <laughs> the water is in your mouth now. It tastes like the sea. That makes sense. You're struggling to keep your head above water. You can barely see where you're going with... Trying, squeezing your eyes to keep out the salt water. Unfortunately, there isn't really anywhere to go from here. Finally, the water closes over your head. You might have time to do one last thing before you drown. I'm going to hit wait again. Okay. You can't hold your breath any longer, and now water rushes into your mouth and nostrils. You're able to struggle for a little while, but it's no use. You drowned. Would you like to restart, restore a saved game, quit, Undo the last command or read about this game. I'm going to read about this game. I did, forgot that I included this. Uh, this is really long. Oh, okay. Well, mm. that's fair. <laughs> uh, Do you want to s- summarize uh, it? or? Yeah, is there a clip? Thank you for version? playing. This is based on the Aubrey Maturin novels of Patrick O'Brien. And uh, my dad gave me a, like a glossary that goes along with that book. Emily Bogheim... Colin Jukic, or however you pronounce his name, and Zach. Uh, Caitlin Harris did the cover art. Uh, Thank you again for playing this game, which, like any artistic expression, does not truly exist until it is endured by an audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to send your high score to me, you may email me or say hi on Twitter. That's it. What is my score? Your score, um, it says up here in the thing that you had ten valuables. Ten. Okay. So the valuables are all valued the same. No. no. Oh. You just need to get to land and not die and sell them. Oh. Yeah. You can't appraise them aboard a ship. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. What, what, pars- what interpreter are you using? This is the web version. It's parchment? At... Yes. Yeah, no, it's Quixie. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because it's Glokes. Glokes. I didn't realize there was a web Glokes parser. That's pretty cool. Um, it's, it's a really good one. So, do I have enough undo buffer to go back to the a part where I can actually do something? No. No? Alright. If you want to restart, we can play the fast version where I don't read everything. Um, I'll only read the new stuff. Yeah, let's try that. Let's see how fast we can go. Okay. Let's do a real-time okay. speed run. Woo! <sighs> okay, you've got um, a gorilla skull, a pewter goblet, and a book. Oh, yes. Uh, grab the skull and the... I, it's, grab all three of those things. Why not? And I'm pretty sure uh, I haven't seen take... the description of the book. Okay, um, take goblet. Uh, the captain says, that one for sure. The people will pay all kinds of money for fancy chalices like that. Pewter? Taking really? The book. People love pewter. Okay. <laughs> uh, when you take the book, uh, Verditer says, oh, just drop that. We're looking for treasure, not mildewy books. Books are the greatest treasure. 
Yeah, they can take you to worlds you've never seen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, four? Is it four? It's aft. aft. Okay. Um, the uh, the uh, strong box and the vase are here. The uh, uh, crystal ball is already gone. All right. I wonder... So this is an important thing about the game, where if you take everything in the first room, you'll never find out that there's a crystal ball in the other room. Interesting. But we're trying to go fast. Yeah, let's... Mm-hmm. Well, do, is the ball already gone? It's already gone. Oh, All right. <laughs> um, I remember there being a key upstairs, so I'm going to okay. go up and then aft, I think, and I think the key's there. Uh, you have to go up twice. Oh, that's, so let's not do that. I'm helping you out. Okay. Oh, okay. Well... That's, that just seems if you, if you want to help me out and like let's let's find out what happens. I'm I'm sorry. I was trying to um, I was trying to do what you intended to do, but I didn't realize that the number of moves figured into your decision. Yeah. Well, let's do it anyway. Let's, since you started. Okay. Um, take key. Uh, he's, it's the key to the strong box. All right. Um, go bend back down. 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 Okay. Uh, you can barely see where you're going, squeezing out, squeezing your eyes to keep out the salt water. You need to get to higher ground. Oh, that's probably... You can still barely reach the Iron Strong box. This is your assessment as the author? That's what it says in the text. Well, let's find out. Let's, uh, let's unlock the strong... Let's, let's actually try opening it, because maybe then it'll collapse that into, into single command. I wouldn't hold out hope. But, <laughs> uh... Yeah, this is the stupid thing. Um, when you try to open it, Veritas here says, Oh, I forget where I left the key. Mm. It's probably hidden extremely well because I'm bad at writing games. Oh. Poor rats. Never good at writing games. I know. It's so let's, sad. let's undo that, though. Okay. Because that undo. is a fake move. Okay. And then unlock the box. You unlock it. The water closes over your head. You might have time to do one last thing before you drown. Uh, all oh, right. Man. That's not enough time. All right. Well, we could theoretically <laughs> I, restart and not take all those things in the first room. Um, I don't know if I care enough, but okay. I do care enough to look in the box and then undo that. Okay. Open box. Uh, you open the strong box, revealing a green glass bottle. The captain's eyes brighten. Now I remember. Grab hold of that bottle before it sinks. You can't hold your breath any longer, and you drown. The captain is pretty good at swimming, so he paddles away without you. Wow. That captain is a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, let's undo and then just go up. Okay. The water is reaching your ankles. You've got the portrait of the captain, the wooden doll, and the wooden crate. Did I already explore last time? Explore this level entirely? Yeah, you did. All right. Let's just grab some stuff then. Um, the... the portrait and the doll alright uh, and now you want to go up or what um, I forget what else is here it probably, it's probably not uh, at this point I'm more interested in seeing the ending than getting a bunch of stuff So makes sense, uh, your knees are covered by the rising waves yeah let's go up one okay so we've got the handkerchief and the locket and you can get to the quarter deck and the mainmast and the captain's quarters from here. Right. All right. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead, go to the captain's quarters, pull the pin. If there's anything valuable in there, grab it. Uh, in the quarters are a silk pillow and a gold medallion. So if we try to take both... It says, to maintain the urgency of your situation, it is asked that you refrain from handling more than one item at a time. We sincerely regret any inconveniences suffered as a result uh, of this no, policy. No get all. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I wonder what I did for that in Frog Fractions, actually, because I know I didn't want to implement that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I put a line in Dinner Bell that said, um, you can't get all because you only have one arm. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's, like, the only sentence that reveals that you only have one there's, arm? There's a couple. <laughs> yeah, but none, none like, on the main path. Yeah. Well, I only have one sentence that says the guy's a rat, so. <laughs> so we'll take the pillow. Uh, he says, I'm going to miss that guy. You want to take the medallion? Yeah. Uh, you give the medallion a quick once over and ask for his hair. What did you do to earn this? I stole it. Yeah. You stuff it in the sack. Sounds good. Uh, pull the pin. Did I take? I took the pin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, four and grab the handkerchief. And where's the water? Um, the water is not up to this level yet. Oh, awesome. Good. All right. All right. Uh, so in that case, four. And then remind me of what's happening. Four. Uh, here's the main mast. You can go up to the top. You can go after where you were before. And you can go four to the capstan. All right. Uh, four sounds good. Oh, there's also a dagger lodged in the mast. Ooh. Ignore that dagger, please. Uh, a hand mirror oh. is lying on the floor. Is it? Spoilers. I want the dagger. Okay. All right, all right. So I'll just grab the hand mirror yeah. and, and trust you. Thank you. The dagger, uh, you pick if I remember the... correctly, is a random roll. Yeah, huh. it was really bad design. <laughs> um you pick up the mirror and Veritaire motions for you to point it at him. He checks to make sure he's wearing his hat at an appropriately jaunty angle. He nods in approval. You, sta you stuff the hand mirror in the sack. So if bad things happen when I grab the dagger, do they happen immediately? The dagger is... Um, you pull it once to ex uh, explain that it's stuck in there really good. And then from then on, whenever you pull it, there's a 1 in 18 chance that you'll pull it out. <laughs> That's bizarre. It's just... <laughs> you can read my postmortem where I get into why this is a bad idea and why I thought it would be a good idea. I, I'm more interested in the second part. <laughs> <laughs> because everything else was... Like, all of these puzzles are just... Okay, it'll take me this many turns to get this thing. Is that worth... Like, when I find out how much it's worth, is that worth that many turns yeah and you uh you have to like that's part of the math that's the only puzzle in the game more or less and so i was like well can't we do anything different to change it up so that there's something other than doing this calculation over and over again and my idea was what if it was random yeah yeah okay that's smart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh now I'm, I'm i'm just thinking about um pac-man where have you played much pac-man um I mean, I am a living human being, yeah. so I'm aware of the yeah. basics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pac-Man has a pretty interesting, like the way the ghosts move is all. It's um, it looks random, but it's actually very predetermined based on the state of the world. And you can find um, essays online describing the uh, 
how the AI works. Um, and I think something like that would be super interesting, where it's an optimization puzzle, oh. and, it, and it's it's it, it's the AI would behave differently, presuming there was AI in the game. Like if there were little guys mm-hmm. running around trying to flout you, um, mm-hmm. and you can learn to uh, predict their movements. Yeah, I think that that is a good game, and someone should make a game like that, but luckily, someone already has. It's called Pac-Man. Oh, oh good. <laughs> Pac-Man is... It, it's not a turn-based strategy game, or, oh, okay. or optimization I puzzle, I guess, would be what it was. Have you played um, All Things Devours? Oh, I think I've played part of it. Yeah, that one is... Um, it's similar in that it's an optimization puzzle, but it it's a time travel themed one so Ooh. you're you're jumping like back and forth in the near future and trying to not to interact with your path with your other self oh um i have not played this game it's really good it's a I really remember this. yeah no, it's 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 it when i played braid braid made me think of it it was very oh yeah very similar in terms of like just weird like in terms of in terms of like puzzle structure and and like having to to interact with, interact but not directly with uh, with copies of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's worth playing. Um, I forget the name of the author, or I would recommend you have him or her on the podcast. That would be cool, Jenny. Uh huh. Jenny's. N- I just had a great idea. What's that? We'll find out who wrote all things devours and have them on the podcast. Yes, that's awesome. a good idea. You should. Do I'm that. looking it up right now. You guys should um, vote. The boat. Oh, yeah, Spoilers. <laughs> what? What? Is this a nautical game? <laughs> <laughs> um. Hmm. All right. I'm ignoring the dagger, and I'm going. Thank you. I'm going four. Capstan. The end of the deck. This end of the deck is home to the capstan. The crew's quarters are fore, and the mainmast is aft. Up a short flight of stairs is the forecastle. Your lifeboat is hanging from the davits here. Oh, a lifeboat! That lifeboat sa- get lifeboat. Put lifeboat in sack. Lifeboat. Taken. So here's a bug. The lifeboat is portable. Oh, that wasn't the intent. <laughs> Yeah, it was not the intent. <laughs> Put lifeboat in sack. <laughs> yeah, let's see. I bet you can. You put the lifeboat in the commodious sack. Now the water is up to your shins. <laughs> um, I think I, that might be like a bad game state. I'm not sure I can get out of yeah, that state. Is that unwinnable? Oh, I'm sure you can take it out and then enter the life. You might be able to enter the lifeboat while it's in the sack. All right, okay. let's do that. Okay. Enter a lifeboat. Are you sure you want to abandon ship? Yes or no? Oh, that's the end of the game. All right. Probably. Oh, maybe the next part is like the the negotiation game. And then I'm opening a shop like in Reketeer. Yeah, that might that might be real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the sort of thing I would do. Um and I'm also good at things, so it might be the sort of thing that I would do. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's that we should hang out. Because we're both good at things. Both, and, <laughs> and we both have enough free time to implement weird shit. Uh, well, that, whether that's true remains to be seen. Oh, okay. 
because we have not yet entered the lifeboat. Mm. All right, let's ship. let's say no for now. Um, okay. Remind me what's in the room. Uh, your knees are underwater now because deciding not to enter the lifeboat took time. Yeah, I was standing there pondering. Um, the capstan. Um, you've got the capstan, of course, and um, the forecastle is up, and the crew quarters are four. Okay, I probably don't have enough time to go into the crew quarters. Is forecastle is that short for forecastle? Yes. Is is did you type that because you didn't want to type, bother typing out forecastle? No, it's because <laughs> in all the Patrick O'Brien no, books, Br- Patrick O'Brien books, they refer to it exclusively as the forecastle. I wonder if Patrick O'Brien knew that it was short for forecastle. Oh, he absolutely did. <laughs> Did he put that in the author's notes at the end? There is there is nothing about a Napoleonic Age of Sail that Patrick O'Brien did not know. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I'm going up. Okay. Uh, folks, all. The bowsprit extends from the prow here, and below that is the figurehead. Down the stairs abaft is the capstan. Abaft? Abaft. Abaft. Okay, turn on the notes. Okay. Um, and if we look again, um, all the notes that only the only note about that is nautical vocabulary note. A forecastle or forecastle is a raised deck at the forward end of a ship. That doesn't. So save. you're supposed to just understand that what abaft means aft. Oh. 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 Is, is there a similar is. Is that what aft is short for? Aft, I think it's short for after or afterward. Huh. But I am not positive. But what about a baft? You're the linguist yeah. here. You should have an answer. Does that imply My, like a verticality? I don't believe it does. Hmm. I think it's. it might be the adjective form, but it's not being used as an adjective. All right. All right. <laughs> Since you're the one typing here, go to edamonline.com okay. and type in a baft. I'm gonna go to Wiktionary. Right, I like I like Edim Online. Well, I'm the one typing the words in. <laughs> well, I'm the one telling you what words. To type. <laughs> this may be the balance of powers here. Yeah, seems like a part where I can interject that all things devoured was written by Australian philosopher and founder of Giving What We Can, Toby Ord. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I was so. expecting a name I recognized. No. So. It isn't. Uh, wait, where's the uh, etymology? It is from a uh, and Middle English baft. Okay. <laughs> so. Thanks. <laughs> um. Huh. Hmm. All right. I w- normally here's where I would do more research, but we've got like right. twenty minutes to yeah. play a game. Yeah. Play a game. Right. Um, all right. I guess go back to Quixie. Yes. And um, I'm going to grab the figurehead because that's surely portable. That's hardly portable. Oh. See, I, I liked my answer. That's not something you can carry around better. I think it, especially like with a, in in con, in juxtaposition to like the rest of the tone of the text in this game, I think. Yeah, because that's hardly portable is the default yeah. Right, thing. Yeah, yeah, and so um, like, ha- like half, half of text adventures like 
sound like a 14-year-old talking a colloquial 14-year-old, and the other half of the, the same text adventure is they're like a 30-year-old British guy talking very highfalutin. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. And I had a problem when I started out writing mm-hmm. where... I thought, okay, the way to do this is to adopt the tone of the oh, default responses. That's yeah. one, that is one way to do it. It's really hard um, to write like that consistently. Yeah. For me, at least. It is. Um, so I have an abaft etymology. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Middle English um, from A, expressing motion, and archaic baft in the rear. Bafter in the rear. <laughs> I hardly know her. <laughs> Okay, guys. Yeah, I can't put explicit <laughs> on this podcast. I know you're just you, gonna you, have to bleep everything. You, you can't. I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, this. I is, don't want to be a guy with an explicit podcast. We didn't That's mention that this is actually a clean podcast, so oh. Ryan's gonna go okay. in and. I'm gonna put in white noise mm-hmm. every time he swears. Oh well, I, I don't do think it. I've done it that much. I think just twice. You'd be surprised. No, he's done it more than twice. Have Three I? times. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's cool though, because I like. One of the few fun things about editing is bleeping people. <laughs> get, the, get the timing just right to make it the most hilarious. Yes. Yeah. So that you can definitely tell what he's saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like, what's the point? Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I can accept this. In that case, I should be providing more entertainment for you. Well, don't go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> because crazy is a swear word. <laughs> All right. Um. I couldn't get the statuette or the no the figurehead was what it was. Yeah. Um, what else can't I get in that room? There's a fid. A fid. A fid. Yeah. A fid. A fid. Yeah, it's a is fid. Is that spelled F I D? It is. What? What? Examine this. What's uh, yes, a fid? please examine the fid. It's a long wooden cone with a mean-looking point. Not a cool vocabulary note. Fids are tools used to manipulate rope. Huh. That sounds useful if I want to manipulate a rope. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get a fid. Uh, do we need this? You ask your captain, indicating the fid. He says, I kind of doubt it, but you might as well. You pick it up. Uh, notably, you don't put it in the sack, and your valuables number has not increased. Okay. All right. So oh, please. so this, this is like, you can look at the HUD and see whether any given thing is valuable. Yeah, but that applies very, very seldom, because almost everything is valuable. Okay, all right. So, given that I have not been locked out of the ending yet, can you save? Yeah. This is why I love Quixie, because it's it's got a really cool save integration. Right, okay, that's good. That's good. That's something Parchment did not have, if I remember right. That's right. That's something that Frog Fractions does not have. Oh, no. <laughs> I have There's a, no unwinnable states in that one, though, right? Well, that, that was why I made it so there were no unwinnable states, because I didn't want to bother implement saving or undo. Uh-huh. Because there's no saving in space. <laughs> That's a, a good subtitle for um, whatever the title we decided yeah. on. Um, the, bed. the bed doesn't know you're a frog. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Colon. There's no saving in space. Oh, that's pretty, space. No that's, one can hear you. Quick load. Oh man! All right, all right. Yeah. Um, so I, I got the fid, the fid. Um, yeah. And now, can I go up further? I want to go up further if I can. Uh, the main deck is under about three feet of water. I should add. I think oh, if you then go I up, probably saved too late. 
Oh, yeah, if you go up from here, uh, you climb out to hang precariously from the bowsprit. Oh. Nautical vocabulary note. The bowsprit is also called the Widowmaker. Wow, that sounds dangerous. It does. Yeah, that's what is supposed to be indicated. <laughs> from this position, you can look right in the figurehead's face. She, she seems entirely too calm given the cir- circumstances. Around her neck is a string of pearls. Yeah, figureheads are very calm in all circumstances. That's why they're figureheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're sources of inspiration. Yeah, I'll kind of... Be more like her. Yeah, no. Be, <laughs> be like... Fig- I'm going to grab the pearls. Okay. Uh, you pull one hand free from the bowsprit to snatch up the necklace and nearly lose your grip. Careful down there, Verditer cries. I don't know what I'd do with myself if you lost any of our stuff. You should probably toss the necklace up here to me so you don't drop it. Or I guess just put it in the bag. You put it in the sack. Um, you need to get down, though, because soon the main deck will be too deep underwater. Wait, you don't have to worry. You have the, the lifeboat that, in your that's bag. That's what I'm oh, hoping yeah. will work, yeah. So, yeah. so I think it's probably just time to enter lifeboat. Mm-hmm. Speedrunners, take note. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you want to abandon ship, Y slash Ed? Yes. I mean, Why? <laughs> Why not? Because you're drowning. You shove off with all due haste. <laughs> shove off of the pearl necklace. Yes. <laughs> um, the return to civilization was a long one, but you both survived, and the long task of liquidating your assets finally began. Now, having dealt with numerous fences, suckers, and a few legitimate businessmen, you take inventory of your priceless treasures and how much they turned out to be. They how much they turned out to worth. Ooh. Oh. Every player saw that. <laughs> yeah, guilty. So, so, did you have testers? I did not have nearly as many testers as I should have had. Well, okay. But did- yeah, I'm kind of mad about how little testing got done on this. <laughs> it was a year and a half ago, so I should shut up. Sure. Um, here's the thing. The skull of an African gorilla sold for 70 Spanish dollars to a credulous fellow already possessing an incomplete skeleton of an orangutan. (laughs) A communion chalice lifted from some poor church somewhere, valued at $11. A portrait of Captain Verditer, which held no value to anyone but Captain Verditer and was therefore impossible to sell. (laughs) A Dutch peg doll, which, after some modification and repainting, was sold as an African fertility idol for $36. Not bad. A silk handkerchief sold for $10. A cheap hand mirror worth $12 to a man who thought his soul was trapped inside. (laughs) A silk pillow that Captain Verditer could not bear to part with and which he now sleeps on through most of the day. A medallion of mysterious provenance sold for $68. And an extremely fine pearl necklace sold to a, quote, Bavarian princess, unquote, for $186. Good job. For a total of 393 Spanish dollars. Oh. The first mate's share of that came to 24 do- Spanish dollars and one reales. Is that me? Yeah, that's you. So, with my current burn rate, how many months do I have to make text adventures before I have to get a day job? <laughs> <laughs> what does it say next? Captain Verditer has his chin in his paw, and his eyes are lidded in deep thought. I think the city outside is quiet except for the rain falling weakly against the windows. 
I think we're going to be okay. Yes, we are not going to starve to death. You finally exhale. Verditaire opens his eyes and smiles at you. Don't worry about it. You did your best, right? I feel like this is probably the best you could have done. So relax. Pull up a chair. There is only one chair in the apartment, however, and Captain Verditaire is sitting in it. So you nod politely and continue to stand as he curls up <laughs> and drifts off to sleep. Congratulations on your success. All right. Yay. So what is the high score, out of curiosity, that someone has emailed um, you? Yes, I have uh, I have that on my blog, so I should probably look it up. Uh, yeah, this game has been pretty thoroughly optimized by, I think, one very dedicated person. That's cool. Um, That's a cool thing to like, have that one fan who's just like really into it. Mm-hmm. Well, wait until you hear that there are like two people. Nice. Oh, really? like two nice. People. Yeah. Are they competing? Um, they were. I. They weren't really in direct competition. Okay. Um, let's like see. that would involve like stopping each other from typing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they weren't. Um, they weren't working at the same time. Okay. And someone got a really crazy high score, and then other people. Marshall Quander, um, in the first release, was able to get $1,719. Nice. But he was exploiting a bug where mm. he, the bug where you could go back down to a thing. Also, sure. is that um, like before or after the captain takes a cut? Oh, that's before. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, because the first mate's share is like 116th. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, in the current release, Marshall Quander's path would be able to get 1,533. Hmm. Um, but Club Floyd was able to get uh, 1,488. Oh, good job, Club Floyd. Because that was just like Doyle, one afternoon, probably, right? Yeah, well, a very long afternoon. <laughs> uh, I read the transcript, and so, I was one specific Club Floyd guy, I don't know who it was who, like, went off without everyone else (laughs) and uh, figured it out. Doyle got 1,638, and Danny Willis got 1,648. I think that Danny Willis was exploiting being able to carry around the... The lifeboat? uh, The lifeboat, and didn't know that that was a bug. Just, like, I I don't think Marshall Quander noticed... When he was going down to a deck that was already sunk, right? Because it's very easy to miss. Um, so I think if you're aware of those bugs, you would be able to get even higher. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I was able to finish the game in the time allotted because I have to go. Okay. All right. Thank you so much I, for playing games with. Yeah, us. it was a it was a good time. Oh, good. It was awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. Have fun at your dinner yeah, or whatever. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, eat some macaroni and cheese. Oh, that sounds great. Are you going to that macaroni and cheese place that everyone's talking about? You mean homeroom in Oakland? I think so. If so, then yes.